Welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Hi, and my name is Steve. <laughs> yes, it is. And we are reviewing Joe Millionaire, another Chef Kiss episode, episode six, Pool Party Paradise. Definitely a, uh, a title choice because we were at the pool party for about 12 minutes of the whole episode. But yeah, sure. I love the alliteration. Uh huh. You know, these people at Joe Millionaire, great with the puns, great yep. with the alliteration. They they show us every episode, and I really appreciate it. Great with everything except numbering of episodes, obviously, infamously skipping two. Can't count. But, you know, in true fashion, to hold with the missing of two, the Woo Counter always skips the number two. So That's good, as yeah, it should. As it should. You are correct. We're using Joe Millionaire math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which two doesn't exist. No. Nope. And everyone is two. Drunk. <laughs> but it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, guys. Welcome back. This is, once again, an incredible episode of Joe Millionaire. It was absolutely unbelievable television. And there was a certain point, Mixie, where I was watching... And I started to get sad because I realized this can't be forever. We will be losing this show. You texted me that and that put me into a deeper depression than I was in yesterday. The only thing that got me out was the Joe Millionaire episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I am sad that I think at the end it said five episodes left. Oh, God. Which which definitely hurt. Um but I feel like that means there's six episodes left because they skipped two, right? Again, Joe Millionaire math. Yes. <laughs> so we might have we might have an extra one, Stephen. You don't know. We'll never know. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> we never will know. Brings me so much joy. But you know, I, I think that just our listeners alone, if for some reason Fox were to cancel this show, which is quite possibly could be the dumbest situation to ever exist if they were to do that i mean i feel like we have enough power with our peeps mm -hmm. to bring it back we'll start a gofundme to to, to buy a mansion and do it ourselves <laughs> oh my good lord that would be that's the backup plan plan b everybody best moment of my life by doing that uh and second what a terrible decision if fox were not to do that yeah, I'm really I'm concerned because I haven't seen anything about a renewal. Um, anybody that knows anything, please slide into our DMs. I need all of the hope I can get. Maybe yeah. Dumois has some stuff. Ooh. Said it right. I think you did. Well done. <laughs> Look how far we've come. <laughs> We're growing. We're constantly growing and evolving, just like this show. Because once again, <clears throat> crazy shit happened that I've never seen before on TV. It, it, like you guys. I can't believe you are still not watching this television program if you are not. Just, I, I, I don't know. I did want to say, yeah. I did want to say, um, I'll pull up exactly who because I want to give them credit. Um, people are asking in our hotties uh, where they can stream mm. this. Some people don't have cable or whatnot, so yeah. can't have access to it. I only thought it was available on Hulu, but our good friend Allison Paganelli has informed all of us that you can actually watch it for free on your phone on Fox Now. Oh, okay. 
without logging in or paying for anything. I'm taking Allison Paganelli's word for it. Oh, so boy. if this is not true, please, please <laughs> send, send her your anger. Send all the hate to Allison. I think Tubi has it too. T-U-B-I, Tubi. There you go. So many options. Guys, I can't stress this enough. Yeah. This show is a masterpiece. There was there were so many points of this show yesterday, guys, that as I was watching, I was in awe of. And they're not mm-hmm. necessarily like about the drama of the show. No. It's just the things happening within the show. And we will get to every single one as we do on the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. <laughs> And guess what? This is another week of this review coming off the backs of an incredible exit interview with the two ladies. So much fun. And now it's looking like, I don't want to jinx it, but we're thinking we might be having Jenny this week, which would be incredible. I have so many questions for her. If any of you guys have questions for Jenny, feel free to send it our way. Um, we're not 100% sure. Like always, there could be an issue, but we're excited. I love Jenny. I'm excited to talk to her if we get the chance. I am thoroughly as well. And I'm just excited for another week of recapping this show. Again, another week where we will not hold the knife at the throat of this podcast, begging you to leave reviews and just saying we will execute the podcast if you don't leave us thousands of reviews. Because that's not what the number one Joe Millionaire podcast does. That's what thirsty Joe Millionaire podcasts do. And we're not thirsty. You're right. We are plenty hydrated from last night's show. We are quenched. We are quenched. Yes. (laughs) We are ready. We are ready and ready to get at it. So let's get at it, Mixie. Fuck yeah. Okay. We open up. We get a review from the last episode, uh, which again, seeing Brienne, which just made my life again. I can't see those clips enough. Yeah. Um, We see the girls waking up at the manor. We go up the hill to the gentlemen's quarters. Mm. And... We have Kurt and Steven. They start talking about how they need to get away from the group dates, which this is actually something we haven't talked about. They've only each had one one-on-one. We're on episode six. Yes, they have. And, and guys, I know you might be listening to this in various locations. It's very important that you just understood what Mexi said. The guys yeah. sat there and said, hey, we need to get away from these group dates because it just leads to drama. So I'm going, obviously... We're getting away from the group dates. Fantastic. Just let that sink in. Just let that sink into your heads. They said. They had a whole conversation. We had a full conversation. Hey, we should get away from the group dates, which historically throughout television has told us they will be getting away from the group dates. Yeah. Just again, remember that. Have that in your head for the reveal of what's going to happen. So, yeah, you know, and that was part of what I was going to say, but we'll we'll wait for that. The thing, and everyone, you know, we're nitpicky. We are. We we like to to, to zoom in and, and punch in and really see what's going on in, in the background and whatnot. They're microwaving, I don't even know, maybe last night's dinner, potentially <laughs> eggs. I, I tried so hard to figure out what the fuck was on their plates. However, there's something that happened in this, and uh, it, it is a personal cardinal sin of mine. Oh, Kurt is in charge of the coffee. Kurt's making the coffee. They're chatting. Steven is in charge of heating everything up in the microwave. Mm. Good teamwork. He heats the first plate up. This is this does have a point, everybody. There okay. is a point to this. Okay. He heats the first plate up, talking to Kurt, takes it out, put the second plate in, heats it up. 
We don't see Steven take it out, but in my mind, Steven is the one in charge of the microwave. Steven then goes to the table to put some hot sauce on what, again, whatever the fuck is on this plate. And they show Kurt. And Kurt is standing in front of the microwave. And behind Kurt's face, where there should be a time, it says, press to start. Mm, I saw it. I saw it too. Why did that happen? Because fucking Steven did the cardinal sin. If you're going to open the microwave before the number hits zero, (laughs) fine. Do it. You don't want the beep? Understood. (laughs) Open the microwave? Fine. Hit cancel. People need to know what time it is. And if I'm on the other side of the kitchen and I'm looking for the clock and it says press the fucking start, it's game over. It's game over. My boyfriend has been yelled at this uh, this exact thing so many times. I was about to just say, how many times have you yelled at Chase for this? I literally, as you said, my boyfriend has been yelled. I was about to interject. How many times has Chase fucked this up? Because it's just, you don't do that. And I, I, I encourage everyone to take that extra 0.3 seconds to <laughs> click the cancel button so that everyone else in the household can see what time it is. Yeah. yeah. Very important. <laughs> I, I could not agree with you more. I see that happen sometimes and I'm like, oh man, I, I know I've done it sometimes as well. And then I go and hit like clear. Sometimes I've just seen how long I can leave that doing that and whether it will like explode the microwave. Just let it go (laughs) as long as possible because my stove's right next to it. I can look at that one. But still, you should clean it off. You should clean it off. I need numbers. I need to know what time it is. I don't need to know to press the button to hit start for the microwave when there's nothing in there because somebody did something two hours ago and opened the microwave and didn't hit cancel and now there's no time. Listen, also, we know Fox listens to the show. We know that the ladies of Joe Millionaire listen to the show. Our next get is going to be General Electric and whoever makes these microwaves. Because let me just give you like a little tip, General Electric and microwave companies across the world. If it's been over 30 minutes... It should just clear itself. I agree. Why is this technology not in microwaves yet? That's actually a great point. Well, I wake up 12 hours later and be like, oh, that's right. I left something in the microwave that needs another two fucking seconds left. No, I have not. I have done with the microwave. It's been done for 12 hours. Just take the time off for me. Why would you continue to do this? Preach it. Preach it. I like that idea. Let's start. Let's start, what is it, uh, where people sign? A change.org. Yeah, there we go. Change.org. <laughs> change.org. Can you imagine? These are the things the world needs right now. Oh, These are my. the things we're struggling with. Boy. I don't even know what else they talked about. I was so distracted by the press to start on the microwave. Uh, I saw it as well. I noted it in my head. I'm glad you brought it up because what happened next was we had like a Martin sighting within the first probably four minutes of the show. Which was just, just, just incredible, just, yeah. just absolutely incredible. But then, but then we cut back to the ladies who are just having the time of the life in the manor, as you would. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about last week's date. Yes. All the issues that came from last week's date. Uh huh. Sitgate, as some people have referred to it. By some people, <laughs> I mean us, because we Sit- love a gate. Sitgate. And. First of all, it wasn't a gate last episode. It wasn't. It became a gate this episode. 
Yes. Because they ended up showing us like extra bonus footage from uh-huh. last week. As uh-huh. if they just uncar like found it, dug it up out of the grave in the archives and were like It was in Martin's back pocket. Oh, that's definitely where it was. Yeah. My bad. The extra media card that it was shot on was in Martin's pocket. Yeah. Like it always is. Damn it. But they showed they showed they showed Carolyn sitting on Kurt's lap. Yeah. Which I believe was the the, the the nucleus, if you will, for last week's issues. Because Amanda yeah. sat on Kurt's lap. I know I know that there was only one person around where she did it, and there was multiple people around for when Amanda did it. But I will say, as a guy, we do not think this deep. We do not process this stuff that well. Yes. We just go Oh, she sat on my lap. There wasn't an issue. Another girl can sit on my lap. It will not be an issue. That that makes sense. Listen, this is where we as men get confused. We just go, if A is A, B is also A. We can't process anything beyond that. We can't think about anything more than that. Yeah. But I was like, where did this footage come from, Mixie? Yeah, it was interesting that they decided to wait until like, Suzanne and Amanda were kind of talking a little shit and then they showed this um yeah you know I I did I'm I'm so torn on this whole situation because I see where Carolyn's coming from I see where Kurt's coming from and I also see where Amanda's coming from from the footage that they showed exactly like you stated it was just I think Annie and Carolyn was sitting on Kurt's lap and Annie was across from them and it was just those three I think it was Katie Oh, was it Katie? Yeah, because that's what uh, Twitter told me last night. And, you know, Twitter Twitter's always correct. Thank you so much, Twitter. So Katie was there. Either <laughs> either way, I, I I just, it that seemed again more private. And an interesting comment that Kurt made when we went to the pool party was he said, oh, there's cabanas here so mm-hmm. I can have more private one-on-one time. I think he finally... It clicked in his brain that she's mad when she can see it. Yes. She understands that he's doing it and needs to do it in order to figure out what he wants. Mm -hmm. But it upsets her when she sees it. So I feel like they've kind of figured out their issue now. Yes. Where it's like he needs to just exit and she'll be okay. I think you are absolutely correct. And it's an absolutely fair um, I don't want to say gripe because that feels incorrect to say. It's a fair thing to want and desire. Uh Uh-huh. It's a fair request. There you go. There you go. It's a good request. Yeah. And also, I do see Amanda's point as well. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, just because this makes you upset doesn't mean necessarily, given the set of circumstances, that I have to oblige to you at the same time. Mm -hmm. If I'm not forcing him to do anything he doesn't want to do it's not my fault you are getting upset with this it might be wrong but i think all three things can be correct at the same time and i think Uh this is where we do not operate currently as a society anymore 
it's <laughs> one person is right. The other should be thrown out into the sea and cast away from humanity, never to be seen again. Preach it. There can be things that are contradicting things that are also all correct at the same time. And I think we have one of those scenarios. But let me tell you, that's not that's not the stuff that this episode was about. No, it was not. This episode was just about so many other things. Yes. Yeah, so the girls are chatting about last week, you know, whatever, drama, whatever. Exactly what Stephen and I said. Everybody has a valid point and, and that that can exist. We move on. All of the girls, like I said, they're chatting th- throughout the house. We see them in multiple different areas, right? Mm-hmm. Martin, the incredible butler that he is, goes to the center of the house and rings a bell. And now, I don't know what kind of power this man has in his wrist, but everyone <laughs> outside, inside, upstairs, downstairs, everybody heard it, and everybody went. The yeah. power this guy has is incredible. He's like Thanos. I mean, I can't I can't top that. I can't. Thank God he's ringing a bell and not snapping his fingers at these ladies, or they would right? have just disintegrated into dust. That bell has some powers, I'm telling you. It went through walls. It's got, like, sonic speed. I was shocked that everybody out of nowhere, they all heard the bell. And you could tell that they, like, heard it, too, because they, like, their ears popped up. You know what I mean? It's not like somebody just yelled off camera, like, okay, you guys need to go to the family room. No. They heard that bell. They know that bell. It probably still wakes them up in the middle of the night currently. (laughs) Yeah, it probably does. Uh, But we we get uh, everybody gathered. In the living room, and uh, Martin starts explaining how, you know, last week they were roughing it Mm. with camping, which they never really stated that that was the case. In fact, they try to act like it was relaxing, so (laughs) I don't really understand that. Um, But they, you know, he's like, you know, we roughed it last week, so we're going to the high life this week. Yes. Um, And exactly like you said, the two guys didn't want a group date, so what did they get, Steven? They got a fucking... Group date. Yes, they did. Unbelievable. (laughs) It was amazing. Talk about it for the first five minutes that you guys want to have individual time with these girls so there isn't problems. Bing, bang, boom. Group date. Bing, bong. (laughs) I literally paused it and I just go, I texted Mixie immediately. This is before everything else happened on this show. I texted Uh Mixie and I go, I love this show so much. I love this show so much. I love this show so much. <laughs> group date. Another group date. Fucking amazing. And they're going to the pool. They're going to like a pool club. And I'm just like, oh, this will be fun. This will be so much fun. Oh. Oh, that's so good. And then they're all like, woo, beach club. And yes. let me say, they did not say woo. When they screamed beach club, like I just did, they just screamed beach club. (laughs) But I will tell you this, that counted on our woo counter this week. It should. It should. Because the beach club yell had woo energy. It did. And I I, I agree with that decision you made to count it. Thank you. I checked with our rules official. Mm. They clarified. They said it's okay. It's been added to the woo counter. Thank God. And then immediately, this is where I lost mental control, and I realized this is going to be an absolute barn burner of an episode, because they're all getting ready. Yeah. Are you okay? (sighs) 
Yeah, I saw that. And I, I'm on the East Coast, so I, I see the episodes before Steven does. As soon as I saw what they did to Annie, I was like, oh, Steven's going to lose it. <laughs> How about you tell them what they did to our poor girl? So as as any good reality show does, we got a montage after we found out that we were going to the beach club. And we get all of the girls, you know, prancing around in their bikinis, looking fucking incredible, every single one of them. Um, And then something bad happened. And, well, it started off great. It started off amazing. We got an incredible bathing suit twirl from Annie. However, these incredible, amazing editors did Steven so dirty, they blurred her ass, guys. An unnecessary ass blur was made and it hurt me i can only imagine how how you felt steven i'm so sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) let me just say this censorship in america has reached an all-time low what are we doing it's gone too far it's disgusting i agree how dare they do this to our beautiful girl who just (laughs) performed one of the best pageant squirrels ever ever and they're going to blur her bottom. It was such an unnecessary blur. You know what? Mama Jill, if you called in and suggested that so nobody would see uh, your beautiful daughter's bump, I get it, Mama Jill. I get it, Mama Jill. But still, how do they deprive us of this? I was, I was, I was, I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. What? Huh? Huh? I, Meanwhile... Yeah. Through the episode, the girl who might be coming on the podcast this week mm-hmm. was just like, where do we draw the line? Like, massive cleavage is okay, but like, a little I, cheek is not? What is going on in this world? It doesn't make sense to me either. It doesn't make sense to me either, Steven. I was upset. Kala also got a blur at the pool party, um, which which is also a very upsetting blur because she was shaking ass direct at camera. I mean, it could not have been more of a perfectly shot twerk, but they gave us a blur on that too. Very upsetting. There's a reason I'm not doing ass of the week. I just want to know what the rules are <laughs> so I can be prepared for the rules. Just tell me what the rules are for what we can and can't show. I thought this was Fox. I thought this was a progressive network <laughs> who would go further than than the fucking Mickey Mouse network who puts a big black bar on everybody's butts. Yeah. No. No, it was not. I I will give some credit. I appreciated the blur over the bar. Glass yeah. half full. Yeah. It was unnecessary still, though. <sighs> it's not like she was leaning over right in the fucking camera lens. Man, I mean, listen, if we still did Ass of the Week. I mean, this is why I'm not doing Ass of the Week, though, because I like I'm not even getting the whole ass. If I can't get the whole ass, why do I? I can't do Ass of the Week. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. You fucked yourself. You played yourself, Joe Millionaire. That's on you. You could have had an ass of the week every week. Probably would have been Martin every single time. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I, I just. Yeah. I, I really, I felt bad for you. But, you know, we continue on. We soldier forward. And um, we move to 
the beach party. Yeah. And this was like a really cool spot. It definitely seemed like a place that, you know, people go to, they pay an ass ton of money for a little cabana and there's like way too many people there for that little small space but it was great for their little crew and every person who has a cabana looks exactly the same (laughs) they're all the same you've been there you've been to places where there are cabanas all the guys who buy the cabana are basically carbon copies of each other and it's like oh i thought i was in that tent with those guys who look like Uh that actually i was in that tent with those guys who look exactly like that who are wearing the same clothing (laughs) and and are not getting in the pool yeah, we had some that I, I also took note of who didn't get in the pool yeah. and who did. I will say Amber straight up said, Stephen was like, you haven't got in the pool. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to look good. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, girl. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> Carolyn got in, though. I saw her swimming. Yeah. She got in there. They did um, some volleyball. Yes. We got some twerking next to the volleyball, like I said. Incredible. If it wasn't blurred, it yeah. would have been even better, but yeah. I'll allow it. Um, Jenny made a fantastic play here. This is the oldest trick in the book for everyone. You need to keep this one in your back pocket. She did the classic, do you need some sunscreen? Yeah. Let me get your back for you. And all the other girls were like, that was a fucking nice play. Yeah. A, a classic that will always work. Yeah, because what is he going to say? No, don't yeah. rub my back with uh-huh. lotion. No, mm-hmm. he would not do that. And ladies, that's your sign that he doesn't like you. Even <laughs> if he doesn't like you, he's probably going to allow it. But if a guy says, no, I'm good, it means he doesn't like you and he doesn't want you touching him. Yeah, throw the towel in. It's gone. Yeah, <laughs> might as well just go home at that point. <laughs> just delete the phone number out of your phone, unmatch, and just go along with your way because it's not going well for you. It's not going well for you. No, it's have you not. ever played a uh, pool volleyball before, Mixie? I have. It's so much fun. It is. It's a great time. It's a great time. Everything's better in a pool. That's true. That's true. You know. Yeah. Did you see who? Uh, who did you think was the most competitive during the beach? Uh, during the pool volleyball? Because to me, somebody stood out. Oh really? Yeah. Who was? Who was? Who was really in it? I'll give you another guess at who this person was this person was the first person to arrive at the pool party with a black jacket a red bikini and glasses and just fucking strutting in there with bde suzanne and was just jumping off the screen into our households i was gonna say when suzanne they showed her like serving it she looked very intense Woo boy she was in it. That made me feel a certain way, too. I was like, yes, bring that PDE, girl. Look at you. Look at this outfit choice. Let's go. Yeah. I I mean, and we'll get into Suzanne a little later. Uh, Kurt says she beats to her own drum. I fully agree with that. And I fucking love it. Mm. Honestly, I think all these girls beat to their own drum. They're very individual. I like it a lot. This also just reinforces the idea that the other franchise who is getting absolutely murdered week in week out by this show the bachelor how can they not cast better look you just Uh can't say you just can't say oh well we can't find these women bullshit look at joe millionaire look at it just let it stare you right in the face Uh let it just show you how to do it better you know speaking of another incredible individual brianne 
she was talking a little bit about how she was got in her head about the um, last episode of her at the camp where she blacked out and couldn't sit on a swing. Um, incredible still. And I still stand by it. And Stephen even told her, like, that, no, it was so fun. I had a blast. It wasn't embarrassing. Like, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. So hard. Like, seeing her when she came back from her talk with Stephen, and I think it was Jenny asked her how it went, that face she made... I've had so many friends make that face to me. Like, I, you know exactly what that face is, where you're just like, you're not sure what's going on. And it's just like everything in you just wants to cry, but you oh, can't. No. You know, like I could just see it in her eyes. She just like, you know, he said everything that, you know, any girl would want, you know, a guy to say, oh, no, it was fun. Don't worry about it. You're great. You're awesome. I'm not just saying that. But it just wasn't clicking for Brienne. And it was definitely, it was, that part was hard to watch for me. It made me really sad because she was so fun. And it was like the best episode of television ever when she was drunk as fuck on those swings. So be you, girl. Be confident in it. It was fucking incredible. I also really appreciated the fact that she was very open with her emotions about the fact that sometimes she drinks a little much to mask her insecurity. Again, that's not being put on the other show. Like we're seeing full grounded um, individuals here. And I appreciate that they've done this time after time and been like, hey, it's okay. Like we all like have our issues and that's okay for you to have the issue. Yeah. And that you're aware of the issue. I feel like the only way for us to better understand ourselves as individuals is to realize that other individuals, this is where the Right Reality Podcast gets deep. I'm very sorry about that. We'll be back on track <laughs> into the fucking ridiculousness. In just a moment. However, the only way for us to feel like we all belong is for us to understand that we all have these issues constantly. And this is where I get upset with social media and people individually who are like, you know, we all have problems. But yet you show none of these problems. You do nothing on your social to show you have a bad day or bad hair day or a day where things aren't going well, or all this, and you just pretend that everything is great, and then you're wondering why people have issues. It's because they don't see it. Show when you have bad issues. I think I'm going to start an Instagram account that's just called Bad Day, and it's just like literally everything. I don't show anything good. It's just all bad stuff all the time. It's just a documentary of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Steven. I, I'm sorry. It's just like a big take that I've had for a little while and I needed to get off my chest. It's because it's just I constantly hear people being like, oh, uh, oh, well, I don't understand why I'm ha- the only one that's having a bad time. Everyone's having a bad time. OK, yeah, you're just not seeing it. And yep. then by you not showing other people you have that when you have a big following or stuff like that is just leading more people to think. Oh, I'm the only one who has issues. Exactly. My life sucks. And that's just not the case. Everyone else's life is great. Mine's the only one that's shitty. No, it's not. So just like maybe occasionally everybody who listens, just, you know, once a week maybe, just like post a photo when you don't look good. Yeah. Post a little video being like, hey, you know, this is going wrong. I don't like it, but it's all right. I still have all your support. It's great. Maybe we can start doing that for a change. That would make the world a better place, huh? Let's try that. And then to get back into the Joe Millionaire, just absolutely shining star moment of this week for me, was as Brienne 
and Steven are talking. Steven has a clear drink, a clear drink, you know, non-dark alcohol. Yep. And he's sipping it and he puts it down on the table. Yeah, I saw this. In the drink, he has a lemon wedge, as you might in many of an alcoholic drinks. Yeah. On this lemon wedge, everybody, someone, the bartender, fucked up. Fucked up royally. And why, you might ask? Because the lemon still has the fucking sticker on it. Wow. How is that not being taken off? Fire that bartender. And then that ends up in the drink that goes on TV. Nobody sees this and goes, let's just take this fucking sticker off. We're, we're removing labels from every bottle that's in the house. We're blurring LaCroix and the, the hummus brand that we see later. Everything is getting a little fucking sticker on it. But you left the sticker on the lemon? Yeah. It's amazing. I loved it so much. It's so real. <laughs> it's so real. Because how many times have I made something here with like a green pepper and I'm cutting it up. I'm like, fuck, I've just cut up the fucking sticker. I forgot to take the uh-huh, sticker off, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm removing it from like these, these, just these tiny little pieces of green pepper. <laughs> oh God, it was so good. Was so I didn't good. realize that. I saw that they tried to do a dig at Brienne, and uh, she set her glass down, and it was empty. And Stephen had his glass, and it was full. Oh, did you see that? I no, I didn't. See, that's what I was looking at, oh, and you're looking at the stickers. I saw this just jumped out on me. Oh, oh man. all the small thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Blink-182, this Joe Millionaire. Last but not least, before we end this situation, um, Kurt was kind of following Carolyn around like a puppy dog, this whole situation. Um, you know, saw them together in the background majority of the time. They went into a little cabana. Again, you know, that makes sense to be private with this stuff, um, to respect everyone. They went into the cabana. They had a good little chat, whatever. I'm bored by serious <laughs> relationships. So, but I did want to let everybody know that isn't watching, that they did have a conversation in this episode. It happened. It was fine. And they kissed, right? Oh, they kissed a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they played like footsies, but with their huh? hands. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I was watching that. And it, I don't know. Just... I, I, I didn't. I it made me uncomfy. I didn't. I I was like, I, I, you're out. Good for you guys, but like, I feel like I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, it, it was weirdly intimate. Yeah, it was was, and then but but it wasn't because literally, it wasn't all between you and everybody else is just like a curtain. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was it. On the yeah. other side, there are people playing pool volleyball, <laughs> twerking. Yeah, tw- uh, twerking, and then they're just. Like, it was very intimate. It was a very, in, it, but it, again, for everyone that isn't watching, it wasn't like a fucking like hand job gestures were done. <laughs> I, I want to be clear on that. It, it was like, you know, far. just like intertwining fingers and then releasing and shit like that. Like drawing on their shoulder uh-huh. and then like you're playing, uh-huh. yeah, playing footsies with your hands, you know? Yeah, but it, it felt semi-pornographic. It, it really did. That's really good. I, <laughs> You know how sometimes on these TV shows they try to show like things that are like sexually suggestive like a volcano Mm. erupting or something Mm -hmm. like that 
this is what we felt. It was just like, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, it made my skin turn inside out a little bit. Not as much as when Kurt tells people they're sweetheart of a girl. I can't wait for us to ask him that. Oh, don't worry. That's coming again. What is? He, he's three for three on sweetheart. I, I missed this week's. I didn't see it. I'm oh, you so, missed it? I missed it. Oh, I don't know what was happening. I can't wait to show you. Maybe I was in just such a euphoric moment from like one of these moments of the show. You were probably getting out of the shower after watching all the that weird handsy footsie situation. I felt like I needed a shower after that. I bathed. I took a bath. I was like, I got to get this off of me. I got to soak in it. Yeah. Just got to get it off. I used a bath bomb and I was like, let's go. Just scrub away. It's like, get me to a Turkish bath and just scrub my skin. Mixie, did you, did you catch the, the second thing at the pool party? No, at this point I was out. After the, like the hand sex, I was out. Another absolute gem of a moment. Where we're just, again, not paying attention to the rules or what people are saying. Again, uh-huh. reminder, at the beginning of this episode, the gentleman said, hey, we need to stop doing the group dates. No more group <laughs> dates. And then they yeah. go on a group date. This uh-huh. was part two of, of, of things not making sense and saying one thing and something else. The yeah. guys say, okay. hey, ladies, we're going to leave. We're going to leave. We're going to go. They, I know. the gentlemen, say, hey, we're going to go. The gentlemen, again, say, hey, we, the gentlemen, are going to go. You know what you're talking about? It's so good. It's so good. All the girls get on the bus and the girls leave. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say you're going to go... Does that mean everybody else goes and you stay or you go and they stay? Can you imagine if you were at a party? Hey, guys, we're going to go. And then you just forced everyone else to leave. That's not how it works. Push him out the door. It's as bad as, as everybody. She's He's kissing everybody. No, it was two people he was kissing. I'm crying. Two people. Hey, we're going to go. And then all the girls just like hug, hug them and get on the bus. Two doesn't exist. What is going Where are the guys? Are they staying? Do they get to stay? Are they going to do laps in the pool? They said they're leaving, but they... They weren't leaving. They were staying. What happened? Yeah, so just to be clear, everybody, they said they were leaving. They stood there and waved goodbye <laughs> as the girls left in the car. It was unbelievable. And it's not like they said they were leaving and then it was like two minutes and then the girls were in the car. It was literally like, all right, we're going to leave. Maybe 0.5 seconds of them hugging the girls goodbye, and then all of a sudden they're in the, the bus pulling off. Uh, and they're just like waving bye. Yeah. See you later. Okay, take care. So good. Oh God, I was crying. This show, week in, week out, <gasps> brings me so much joy. So much joy. I, I got to go blow my nose. Hold on a second. God damn it, Joe Millionaire. You're incredible. I really hope that that some of you were not watching the show. Started hearing the number one Joe Millionaire <laughs> podcast. And you're like, I need to get in on this show. I need to get right the fuck in. And you have. And you've been enjoying all these little moments that the ladies message us and go, I can't believe you guys saw that. Of course we saw that. <laughs> That's what we do. That's why we're here. We're number one. And other places are not. And other places are about to chop the heads off their own podcast if they don't get enough reviews. Because mm-hmm. they want to be number one. Nah, 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 nah. Number one right here. 
you can't beat us. We we are the number one seed. Now that I've collected myself from whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, we're now back at the manor. I don't know if this is the... I'm, I'm assuming it's the next day. Yeah, I got it. Um, so, Martin goes to the gentleman's quarters mm. where, you know, they're talking about everything that happened at the pool party. They don't say specifically here that they don't want to do group dates again, but it is insinuated. Mm. Martin comes in and they say that Martin has this plan because, you know, they're having trouble connecting with all of the girls because some of the girls are taking their attention, a.k.a. Carolyn. Basically, this whole situation was made so that Kurt and Carolyn wouldn't be in the same room so Kurt could talk to other people. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it, that is correct. Yeah. So Martin says to Kurt and Steven, Carolyn, Brianne, and Jenny, you guys know where you stand with them. And they agree. So Martin says he's going to keep those three girls back and then give them another group date, but just with six of them instead of all nine. It's, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Ask for a one-on-one date and get two group dates. Two group dates. But then you're going to have a... Hold on. Then you're also going to have a group date within the group date, which is just like uh-huh. pure Inception gold. Yep. 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 Because they do. They split the girls at the winery. Three go with Steven. Three go with Kurt. And then they switch halfway through. I am curious if you think that Kurt and Steven gave those three names to Martin or if production <laughs> gave those three names to Martin. <laughs> Come on, Steven. What do you think? It was one billion percent production because yeah. because. Kurt doesn't know how he feels about Amanda. He uh-huh. needs to know more about uh-huh. his feelings for Amanda. Yep. No. Well, the same thing with Annie. I think not. Oh, 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 now, now Amanda is on the date, but Carolyn is not on the date. Oh, oh, I see, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, I see. I see how this is going. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> split up the two people. One's gonna stay back and not get to go and not get to see. Maybe more sitting on laps, which definitely did happen. Uh huh. And it's just like, oh, okay, oh, okay. I love how they were like, yeah, we're we're confident in those people. I'm like, are you? <laughs> because like, that was my thought too. Two of the three were in the bottom bottom three, bottom two. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> and one of them went home. But you need to know more. You need to... Okay. All right. I, I see what you're doing. I think that he already had Jenny as oh. uh, gone before all oh. of this. I think he already knew that Jenny was going to go. And this was just a ploy to get her to use her coin so we didn't like... Yep. The coin is not being passed to yet a third person. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I like that. I think that... Steven told production after that conversation he had with Jenny at the pool that he was done with her. Mm. They realized they needed to get her in a situation where she would need to use her coin. So she was the third one left behind. Look at this. Look at this. Just connecting the dots. This is how you do it, people. This is what they're thinking. 
So they go off to the winery. All the other girls, uh, like we said, Carolyn, Brianne, and Jenny are left behind. Stephen says something here that blew my mind. He's never been to a winery. And Kurt responds by saying, You've never been to a vineyard? Never in my life. (laughs) You're the strangest wealthy man I know. Yeah, like this guy is the the strangest rich guy I've ever I've ever seen. <laughs> he really makes no sense. But it works perfectly for the show. It does. It is. They did really. Once again, casting ten out of ten. <laughs> there is something that I missed that I wanted to talk about, and it, it does have to do with Martin. So it is incredibly important. Oh, we have to get to it then. We can't leave a Martin chunk out. Exactly. Well, after the guys find out they're going to the winery, um, Martin goes to the manor. He rings his incredibly loud, incredibly powerful bell that gets everyone from all corners of this gigantic house to one spot. I heard somebody in the background say something. And Stephen, this was a big key for me. I want you to play it for everybody now. This is what happened. When the girls walked in after Martin has rang the bell. Can I have your attention, please? Yeah, you were coming already. They said, it's kind of hard to hear, but they one of the girls says, he doesn't have his gloves on, so we're good. Mm. I realized at this moment that they are correct. Every time that Martin has done an elimination, he has the gloves on. Interesting. However, not every time that he's rang the bell and it's not been an elimination has he been gloveless. There has been times he's had gloves on and there hasn't been an elimination. (laughs) But all of the eliminations happen with gloves. Jesus Christ. Again, (laughs) the absolute depths we will go to here as the number one Joe Millionaire podcast to provide you content. Well, they told me. I give full credit to whoever it was that said this out loud and they, they kept it in the edit because if I hadn't heard that, I don't think I would have connected the dots. But then it immediately sent me. So now we also know if he's got gloves on. Yes. Now, nah, you Buckle know what up. I mean? Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up, it's, buttercup. It's a random elimination again. Oh, man. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that was crazy. Uh, Martin tells the girls, you know, some of them are staying. Some of them are leaving. And he ends... The explanation of what's going on and, you know, sending them on their way with this one-liner. As the saying goes, when drinking wine before noon, hide it in a teacup. (laughs) I ask you, Mixie, now, have you hidden wine in a teacup before? Not a teacup. However, um, I was going to say, Mom, don't listen to this, but she doesn't listen because I cuss and uh, she thinks it's wrong. Um, So, fuck that. Uh... In college, I may or may not have been known to uh, take a Thursday evening class on purpose and use it as a pregame where I would (laughs) make certain cocktails in a very large tumbler and sip sip on it during the class. And then the second the class ended, I would go to the bar. Wow. College. (laughs) You were drinking in class? Oh, yeah. It's not good. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that, she says. Yeah. I would pregame the bars in my last class. It was like a very simple class. I don't even remember what it was. Probably because I was drunk. Because you were drunk. Because you were drunk the whole time. 
Because you put drinking in class. You put a, You made a concerned effort weekly, I might add. <laughs> oh, I signed up for this class knowing I was drinking in it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I picked it. I thought you were just like, oh, guys, I have to take this Thursday evening class because it's the only time it's uh, it's offered. And then I'll meet you at the bar. You know what? You know what's a good idea? Maybe I'll just bring a drink to class. Just put it in a tumble. You Why waste signed that up time? for the class, fully knowing you were going to do this. That's just that's just a pro move. Oh, oh! I signed up for the class because it's close to the bar. Unbelievable! And I knew I could pregame in it because it was an easy class. Stumble your ass to the bar after class. If anybody needs help making an, an incredible college schedule, <laughs> I am here for you. You hit me up. I'll help you out. DM her. Let her know. Well, actually. This should be a nice little thing that we do now for for maybe we'll post we'll post this in the hotties. And if you're not a hotties member, we'll post it on the Instagram as a little question thing and maybe on Twitter as well. Uh-huh. What's like the like something along the lines of what Mixie has just described to you? What's your version of that? When were you a piece of shit in public? <laughs> What's your biggest alcoholic moment you had? <laughs> what moment did you realize, fuck, I might be an alcoholic? When did you look at the ground and realize you were at rock bottom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, sorry, Mom. I I graduated, so... <laughs> she doesn't listen, doesn't matter. Mom LaFranc, on the other hand. Hi, Mom. Yeah, your mom would be proud of me for that move, She though. would be. She would be. <laughs> Mom LaFranc listens. Thanks, Mom LaFranc. Hi, Ma. Love you. She, she's, she's our podcast mom. Yes, she is. Podcast mom. And real mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yours, not mine. Just to be clear. We are not related. No. <laughs> Anyways, back to the show that we're talking about. We're at the winery now. Mm. Uh, the girls have, have been left. The, uh, the three that were not allowed to come, the rest went. They split into groups. Um, we had Stephen with i want to say it was who was steven with the first time there's too many girls still there's steven's with three of them and kurt's with the other three (laughs) um steven starts talking about how he is not a wine guy Mm. he doesn't really know anything about wine he starts just throwing out random phrases about the wine having legs and body and Boobs in an ass. Kurt was like, here's some here's some lines that you can use. It's full bodied. It's got good legs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are we still talking about the wine? <laughs> Which I make fun of, but is 1000% something I would have said in the moment as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it set itself up for that. Yeah, joke. It's, it's good. It's a good line. I like it. It was one thing. Okay. The farm boy doesn't drink wine. He's a beer guy or a whiskey guy. Okay, sure. Whatever. Then he says something that really hurt my core. Oh. And he said he had never had brie cheese. He also said he's never had like, he's not like a red wine guy. White wine. He's like, I haven't even had boxed wine, which just. box wine slaps. Twitter, Twitter just like wanted to like hang him from the, like the church steeple. They're like, box wine. How have you not had box wine? I'm not going to say if I've had box wine before. Because I also don't want to be hung at the church steeple. But for the sake of my safety, I've had box wine. Yeah, it's good. And I like Riesling. I like the sweet wine. Oh, ew. I don't like the other ones. I just, it's not for me. I want to be a wine guy, guys. 
I like want to be that cool. I want to like go to like wine tastings and be cool and like know stuff and be like, hmm, it, it, it's got an earthy feel to it or something like whatever you bullshitting say when you drink wine, because we know uh-huh. you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It got it got worse for me. Suzanne says something and, and I want to extend this question to you and all of our hotties, because I'm very concerned for my health. She says, don't eat the top and bottom layer. Of the brie. Yeah, I eat that every time. (laughs) I eat that every time. Every single time. Am I not supposed to eat that? Am I going to Google right now? Yep. I mean, I don't eat brie cheese. It's not for me. Oh, really? I know that's just not my thing, you know? I like a good cheddar, like a sharp cheddar. I like, you know, some Ita- like nice Italian cheeses as well, but I'm not a soft cheese guy. Just not my thing. Not my thing. I think Okay. Okay, what did you, what did you pull up? First of all, I don't even know if I technically I think it's considered a rind. I called it a shell, but I did get the answer. It's definitely a rind. It's definitely not yeah. a shell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I like how you're like, yep, oh, yep. I guess it's called a rind. It, yeah, it's definitely called a rind. It's not peanuts, Mixie. It says the short answer is yes. It is safe to eat. So I'm good. You're wrong, Suzanne. Sorry. I will continue to eat the rind. I like it. I like the way it tastes. There you go. Good for you. I like the way it makes me feel. (laughs) And I'm going to keep fucking eating the shell of this fucking breeze. Suzanne, when and if you get eliminated and you come on this, you can defend your position. Of not eating the rind. You're wasting half of it. Maybe you got some bad info at one point. Think about how much you're cutting around. That's a good point. Like how much of that that brie you're wasting. It's, it's a lot of work. It looked like too to, to like avoid it. Yeah, it's to, you just eat the whole damn thing. Yeah. The shell's the best part. I'm calling it a shell. The shell's the best part. Oh, okay. Listen to this. <laughs> the shell is the best part. According to Lisa Futterman... The wholesale account manager for Chicago's Pastoral Artisan Cheese Bread and Wine. The answer is an equivocal yes, without question. Only skip it if you really, really don't like it. There is no reason not to. Okay. The casting is uh, some some medical term, something, something. Shell. That shell. Yep. Shell. I think it translates, even though it's two words, it translates into shell. Yeah, for sure. In 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 Latin. Yep. That uh-huh. beautiful white rind, as she puts it, and it's delicious. Yes. Futterman yes. acknowledges that mold allergies may put people off, but even that doesn't stop her. Quote, I'm personally allergic to mold. Aren't we all? Oh, wait, hold on. Aren't we all <laughs> allergic to mold? Who's eating mold? Isn't that what mold is? She continues this awful quote at this point saying, and I eat the rind. It's a different kind of mold. The Food Allergy Resource and Research Network at the University of Nebraska links and backs it up. I'm not reading all that. That's a lot of a lot of other things to read. But basically someone with a PhD says moldy cheeses are potentially harmful to mold allergic people yeah no shit sir with a phd i'm leaving more confused than i started aren't we all aren't we all (laughs) we can't have mold in our lives aren't we all allergic to mold and there's somebody go well you know what you know what blue cheese is right you know 
Hits. Blue, blue cheeses, bro. Cheese. Yeah, we got it. But we're just saying mold in general. Like, you know, you leave something in the fridge too long, an orange, and you pull it out, and you go, oh, that's got mold. It's strawberries. You're like, fuck it, I'm eating it. No, don't eat it. Whenever I was little and I would be really good, my mom would let me have some blue cheese because I loved it so much. Oh. I, like, that was my treat. You know how, like, kids get, like, a candy bar if they did well? Uh-uh. I got, I got a handful of blue cheese crumbles. <laughs> Learning a lot about young Mixie on this episode of the Right Reality. Yeah, today. you guys are welcome. I'm I'm fucking strange. <laughs> Kids, you want to be a podcaster? Just, just take notes. <laughs> this is how they're made. Be obsessed with cheese at a young age. Get crumbles. Have your mom not listen to the podcast, and also disappoint her every week. Pre-game <laughs> Thursdays in your college classes weekly that you picked up specifically for the reason of drinking. It's it's why it's why we love her, boys and girls. I know you're trying to be mean to me, but I'm more proud of myself than ever from that. I just it, it, when when you put it all together, I'm like, why did I not do any of this? What a person! See, my treat when I was a kid is we had yeah. like the glass thing of bacon bits in the fridge. Oh, and I just get like a little handful of bacon bits. Oh, That's God. a good one. That's a good treat. I'm glad you were a good boy and you got that. And then sometimes we had this. We have I don't know if other people use it, but it's a thing called Maggie. It's like used to like for like like stews and stuff. I think it's a big thing internationally. Again, my dad's from England, so like sometimes I didn't know when things were like not an American thing. Oh not. yeah, that yeah. But I've never we heard would that. just it's like very concentrated like flavoring basically for like beefs and stews and things like that that you would mix in. When you first said Maggie, I thought it was like a local woman named Maggie that makes these specific seasonings and brings them to me. I was like, yeah, no, I don't know Maggie. I don't know who this Maggie girl is. But it's a little bottle. And I would just dab a few dots onto a white piece of bread. Oh. That's it? You just put it on white bread? That was it. It was so flavorful, Nixie. Like, we're talking like... Interesting. Concentrated flavoring in these little dabs that I would just dab, like, five or six dabs onto this white. I hope really somebody knows what Maggie is. Please, guys. She sounds great. <laughs> oh, fuck. We still have a podcast to do, so uh, let's, let's get just back. get back. Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we got off track. It happens. We get back. I'm going to power through all of these conversations. Because there was a Are you okay? Because the edit did. The edit did. Yeah, it did. It really powered through these. Hi. Do you want to go sit on this bench? Yes. Make out. Next person. Hi. You want to go sit on this bench? How? How's your life? Good. Make out. It's <laughs> exactly how I wrote it. Steven and Calla. Kiss. Decent conversation. <laughs> Decent conversation. Steven and Amanda. I was uncomfortable from the get-go on those two. Amanda clearly wanted out of that conversation. That conversation lasted no more than two minutes. I'm talking unedited. That conversation lasted no more than two minutes. And then she looked at his glass, realized it was empty, saw her way out, and was like, let's go get you more wine, and immediately stood up. She wanted nothing with Steven. Then we see Kurt and Whitney. They kiss. Uh, Whitney says that she is leaning more towards Kurt. Now, Whitney has said pretty much only Whitney and Kal-El, or Kala. Yeah. Kala, Whitney yeah. and Kala. CJ Sorry. for old time listeners. Yes, CJ. 
Winnie and CJ are the only two girls that are open to both guys. The rest of the girls have pretty much sided one way. I think Steven was trying to get Amanda to go his way. Did not happen. I think the nail is in the coffin on that one. Let me just say, like, Whitney... Whitney is playing both sides perfectly of this. Amazing. She is an absolute underrated superstar of this show currently. She's not getting involved in anything that at least we can see of of the drama and she's just sitting there playing it perfectly for those of you are challenge fans she's playing the ct role just sitting in the middle playing both sides Uh not raising a fuss just hanging out i think she's gonna i think she's gonna win with one of these guys i do think the show she's gonna make it very very far stunning too oh beautiful beautiful naturally yeah and she's just like her personality is just flowing with uh-huh. with both of the guys which i think is really tough as well um yeah very underrated another good week for her on the show amazing and then we have kurt now kurt uses this one word incorrectly consistently now three weeks in a row well Steven, somebody got this motherfucker dictionary because he actually used sweetheart correctly. Roll that clip. You uh, want to go on a walk? <laughs> hey, dude, you want to go on a walk? <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> sweetheart, would you like to go on a walk? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> you're so sweet. Oh, please, I mean. He says to Suzanne, he's like, hey, you want to get up and go chat? And Suzanne's like, yeah, bro, let's go get up and chat. <laughs> and then Kurt's like, Sorry, sweetheart, would you like to go to... Oh, God. That was so good. This knitting queen, I don't know if she's the one that taught him how to say sweetheart correctly, but I am so proud of Kurt for understanding the English language. He used it right this time, Stephen. Thank God. It did. And then even more of a, just like a chef kiss of a moment, is they gave her like a knitting montage. Yes, (laughs) Of, like, showing all the times that she's been knitting around the house. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm glad we're finally giving due to something that we've all seen and it has not been mentioned. And now they're just showing it. They had literally, she's just, like, sitting on the couch. Nobody's around. Yeah. And they have the camera in the ceiling just showing her just knitting away. Knitting away. I think we weren't supposed to have noticed that she was knitting until this point. <laughs> think so too but too late i think that we cracked that code too early sorry 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 (laughs) sorry not sorry okay we'll keep going um we have quick rapid fire one-on-ones annie and steven Mm. now steven i know that you have a special place in your heart for annie however Annie was the only girl to have any sort of like physical touch with him throughout the entire one-on-one conversation. No one else sat on his lap ever, much less this episode. I don't know why you needed to point that out to me again. (laughs) I apologize, but they have the best physical connection in my Here's the thing. Did you see them kiss, though? They showed everybody else kissing. Didn't see them kiss. Yes, they did. You know what it was? It was them trying to protect my emotions. Yes, they did. What? I'm I'm like 95% sure they showed her kissing. Maybe I blacked out. Yeah, no, I think I think that you have fully scrubbed your brain of that because you don't want it in there, but I think that's what happened. I think that's what happens when you've experienced a trauma. I could be wrong. Maybe they didn't. I, I could have sworn they kissed. 
know. I, I do know what I did see during this, though, is they were sitting there, and they just pretended like there wasn't a dog running around in the background. Yeah, I saw it. We're just going to not show the dog? We're going to, like, clip out the dog? Also, kudos to Annie for being able to keep a conversation with a man when a dog is running around around there. I would have been like, we'll talk later. See ya. This is why she is such a spectacular human being. Because I would have done the same thing. If I was Steven with a V, I'd been like, hold on. We need to get this dog over here. Come on, Rufus, or whatever your dog name is. <laughs> it better be Rufus. <laughs> I mean, probably was. Come on over here. <laughs> you you live on the winery. Help me out, bro. Like, she's going to love the dog. That's what. See, that's what I would have done. That would have been the, my big brain move. I, I, I agree. I agree. But Steven with a V was just like, no, never mind. Get the dog out of here. Asleep at the wheel. <sighs> it definitely would have happened. They probably kissed, and I, my brain just scrubbed it for me, so I'll have to relive that hard. I mean, my moment. my brain might have put it together and it not actually have happened, you know? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I could have sworn they did, though. I mean, in this episode, they literally, literally kissed everybody. Everybody got kissed. Everybody got kissed. I will say that. And Annie also uh, had to deal with, you brought this up last uh, episode when they were camping, the crickets and or mosquitoes and or whatever insect situation was happening at night. It was so hard to focus on some of the audio bits. Like it, it was so funny too because they would be like showing Stephen and Annie talking, and then they would cut to like Stephen at an indiv- individual like interview that they clearly filmed later, and you could hear the audio like chop from like the sound of the insects from when they're talking to when it's just him in the studio. You guys, amazing! It's, it was unbearable again for the second <laughs> week, and then they still decided at the end of the show during the elimination. Where the crickets were just fucking with production. Yeah, they gotta start shooting more inside. You've had the eliminations inside. Just have the elimination inside. Like, who on this poor audio engineer? The audio mixer on the set's like, guys, I can't hear. We have microphones strapped to all these women's, and all I hear is the cricket noises everywhere. That was a very bad cricket impression. I'm sorry. Well, I don't, I don't even want to sit here and say it was a cricket. See, last episode, they told us that the moo came from a cow. I don't know what insects were making these sounds. Could have been cicadas. I don't know where, what time of the year it was. Ooh. Next time, Fox, can you please, you know, last time it was really helpful that you let us know that the moo came from the <laughs> cow. I just would really like to know where the insect noises are coming from next episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel like that violates ADA rules with captioning yeah 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 yeah. well that's right we'll give you one more episode then we're reporting (laughs) one more episode and then we're reporting you that is true though if you if you've never like lived in the south at night when you go outside that's all you hear oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely (laughs) production was not thinking about that or they quite frankly don't give a damn which i'm cool with too again just need the caption so i so i know what's going on Back to speed one-on-ones. Kurt and Amanda just like laid together, uh, made out a lot. Didn't really, I mean, I think they were just talking about how great it was that they were laying together. What a great use of your time. Next is, <laughs> then we have Amber and Steven. Amber's a dark horse. Yeah, I'm telling you what, yeah. I was not expecting her. I thought she was gone week two or week three. Yeah. But I really think her and Steven have a connection. I like them together. They're really cute. I feel like she's a sneaky play. You're right. Like, 
her vibes are great. She's mm-hmm. very like funny at the same time. I, yeah, I just don't know what's gonna happen with this. Like, again, they gave us none of her in the first week of the show. Mm-hmm. I, it, I I like made fun of it being like when Amber got upset and saying she's gonna. I'm like, who are you even on the show? Now I'm like, oh yeah, you're on the show, and maybe you have a chance here. It, I was like all giddy because she was talking about how he makes her feel like she's a little kid, and I love that. You know, it was really cute. And then they started kissing, and I was like, oh, they're kissing. And then... Oh, boy. Like, a succubus came out of their mouths. I'm not really fully sure, but, like, they were attacking each other's mouths and tongues. It was aggressive. I was like, look at these. Look at these two kiss. Oh, my God. Not a care in the world. And I'm like, have I been doing it wrong? No, Steven, don't do that. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure. Because, again, sometimes you don't know until you see other people doing it. And I was like, is that what it's supposed to look like? Yeah, and no. Okay. And, and quite frankly, I don't want to ever see makeouts <laughs> like that ever again. It was entirely too much. And the cameraman was like zooming in on their mouse as they were doing it. I was like, I don't need more detail on this. We got it, sir. Zoom out. Pull back, pull back. Pull. We got it. Oh, fuck. We're, we're shooting in 4K. We can punch in if we need to. Just zoom out. <laughs> Show the dog. Where's the dog? Give me a shot of the dog again, please. We're almost done with the one-on-ones. Next, we have Kurt and CJ, Kyla. Very strange. They, like, were sitting in silence for a while. Kurt talks about how they do that often. And I was like, oh, okay. This is super weird. As if it's fucking endearing. Yeah. You know what? How did your date go last night, guys? Oh, it was great. You know, we just... We stared at each other. We stared at each other. We always have all these, like, awkward moments of silence. Oh, that's so good for you guys. Said no one ever. (laughs) So cute. Oh, it's adorable. Goals. I don't know. I don't know if if their relationship is going well. Do you see them over there? They're just sitting in awkward silence. Oh, no, no, no. That's their thing. That's their little sweet move. That's their, like, meet cute. Is they just sat awkwardly next to each other for like weeks on a reality dating show. So yeah, they sit awkwardly next to each other on the bench. They like cheers each other. And then you see them walk off into the darkness where clearly production hasn't set up lights and stuff. And then they start aggressively making out out of nowhere. Like I can't stress this to you again, the people that did not watch. They sat in silence (laughs) on a bench, got up and they were like, ah, we're done. And then made out. I don't think more than six words were said between the two of them. Hey, if, 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 if you can pull that off, good for you. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I am jealous. I can't do it. <laughs> Lastly, the last person for Steven to talk to is Whitney. Steven and Whitney are talking. They're having a good conversation. They actually end up kissing. Um, now, while all of these one-on-one dates are going on, we are getting flashbacks back to the manor. And... Um, Brianne, Jenny, and Carolyn are at the manor. And for those of you who have forgotten, me too. However, <laughs> Jenny has a coin. And now you might be like, well, Jenny didn't win one of those awards. And that's true. Drea won the award, got the coin, got sent home, and was and gifted the coin to Jenny. So she now has this strange golden coin that allows you to steal an hour with with whomever you would like at any point. Jenny's like, you know, should I use my coin? Should I not? And Carolyn's like, yes. Yes. Use that shit. Which, honestly, I would have said the same thing. So Jenny does decide to use her coin. Now, 
there's a part where Jenny has finally decided to use her coin and she has to go tell Martin that she's going to use her coin. I love that you're bringing this up. Oh, we have to talk about this. <laughs> so Jenny comes down the stairs and we see for the first time there is this wall of wood um, with a wooden door. It's all wood and it's just like the left side of the house, basically. She knocks on the door and Martin opens up. It seems to me that that's Martin's home. That's his quarters. That's his office, if you will. Yes. Yeah. That's where he's at. He's got that whole left side of the house. So he's at the manor all of the time. That's where his intercom is, maybe. I think he sleeps there. No. Where, do you think he's going to like a hotel to sleep? Um, I, yes. Because why would they do that? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the manor has, like, yet another guest house. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll have to ask him, because I'm very curious as to where he stayed. That, would, to me, was like, okay, this whole wood section is now Martin's area. Mm, mm, yes. And, like, he has a kitchen. Yes. And I, I, obviously, they didn't show us any of this, but in my brain, he has a kitchen. And the budding little... quarters, if you uh-huh, will. Uh-huh. Yes. He's, like, basically an apartment in there. Yeah, there's the manor, the gentleman's quarters, and then the budding corners. Yeah. The butt corner. The butthole of the house. Wow. Um, also, update, because we forgot about it last week. Oh, yeah. Mom, Mom LaFranc did watch the Butler Hallmark movie. <laughs> How was it? Can you believe we forgot that? She said it was amazing. Did she record it? She did. She watched it. She watched the entire thing. <laughs> What a trooper. I might pick it up this weekend if I have some time. Uh, but she did say the term they used was butling. Butling. I don't like that. But I don't like it either. I like ours better. No, butting is better. <laughs> butting is way better. The act of butt is the way to go. <laughs> he was performing the act of butt. <laughs> As he was performing the act of butt, he got the car together, he got Jenny in the car, and we sent little Jenny on her way to what would end up being her demise. <laughs> it certainly was. Did you feel at the point where she was driving there that this was an absolutely big mistake by her? No, I felt like she was doing the right thing up until I saw Steven's face when she interrupted. <laughs> Then I was like, oh, he's pissed. Oh, he was damn. pissed. Yeah. I think I think Steven is more of a rules guy, you know, and uh-huh. I think he was like really upset because he interrupted Whitney time because he's really excited about that. Yeah. And he was saying he was looking forward to that specifically as well. Yeah. And it's the last one. And you're like, oh, I'm going to make out with her even more because I don't have to make out with anybody else after this. You would assume. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but she just like walked up behind them, which probably not helpful. They probably thought maybe somebody was coming to murder us out in this wine field, <laughs> you know, in the vineyard. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a vineyard, not a wine yard or whatever. Thank you for correcting yourself. Sorry. I learned from my mistakes. Uh, but what a, what a waste of a coin. Yeah. Because they, she just talked about at least what they showed us. They just showed us talking about the same thing that they talked about at, the pool party. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. She wasted her time. Which was like the stuff about um, how she wants to be married and have kids within two years and stuff like that. And you uh-huh. can just see in his face. Yep. He was like. I'm done. Why, why did you come out here? 
Like this is again, mm-hmm. I feel like he did something early on one of those weeks. Maybe it was the stuff with Sarah Rose, but there, I feel like there was something else where you could tell he just was not happy with how the ladies uh-huh. did something. So I think he's kind of one of those like rules guys. He's like, listen. Oh, like, for sure. I realize that, but we just talked yesterday for like a good 30 minutes. Why do you feel the need to come out there? Well, because everybody at the house pressured me to use this coin. <laughs> so I decided to uh, listen to the listen to the advice of them and use the coin and come out here and tell you the exact same stuff. But uh, again, did you see it as well on his face where he was just like, no, we're, we're, we're. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me walk you back to the house and bye. What? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What the fuck was that? So, okay. <laughs> she comes all the way to the winery yeah. to crash the date to be at the winery to see it. And that's literally what she says is why she wants to do it. It's like the perfect place for her to go steal an hour with him. I have thoughts. So here's what happened. Let me tell you what happened and then I'll tell you what I think. When... She came, she gets an hour, right? The coin is a full hour, undivided attention. I think she went, used the coin, spent about 20 minutes with Steven. Steven's looking around like, we're talking about the same thing again. I need to get the hell out of this conversation. Production's like, you can't. It's an hour. And he's like, why don't we take you home? I'll take you home. Yeah, I'll talk to you in the car as we drive home. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I think happened. Interesting. Interesting. I think that he wanted her out of there so fast that he was like, we'll finish this hour in the car. Also, though, I assume just like last week, because the girls on uh, last week's episode told us like the 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 whatchamacallit, the the camp was like an hour and a half away from the manor. Like, uh how close was this place to uh, the, the vineyard to the manor that he could just spend time going there? Obviously, there's a lot of other things happening behind the scenes there that we didn't see because we didn't see them like leaving. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. It's like, what happened? Yeah, it, it didn't really make sense. But again, it makes sense because it doesn't make sense. And that's what we love yes. about Joe Millionaire was it's just like, hold on. He got in the car and drove her home. Yeah, and they, they showed it like back to back to back to back really quickly. Like they were talking and then all of a sudden they're walking to the car. All of a sudden they're in the car. Then all of a sudden they're at the front door. And I was like. Wait, did they go home? Yeah, I was like, oh, they're, oh, they've like gone really far away from like the main area here that they're getting in a car and driving back to where everybody else is. No, he just drove her home. Did he like tell the other people like, hey, guys, I'm going to just drive her back to the house. We don't know. They just maybe they thought he was abducted. How rude. How rude. It is. And then like exactly what you said, that was the end of the winery date. So like. You see Whitney go back and tell it was Annie and Amber, I think, that that Jenny had had uh, used her gold coin. And they were like, oh, my God, like, no fucking way. Yeah. And then that was it. We never saw anybody. I never saw Kurt and those girls leave the winery. I never saw those girls that got left by Steven leave the winery. Nothing. I love how they do this, though. I really love how they do this. It's It's great. It's so random. It's incredible. Like, sometimes they spend a whole minute sending everybody off. They spend a whole minute saying they're leaving and then not actually leaving and sending other people home to leave. But this time, they just didn't even acknowledge it at all. No. And I'm still okay with it. It's weird, but I'm okay with it. It's amazing. It makes no sense. It's the best. How do we know that she actually used her gold coin? How do we know? 
Yeah, where's the slot for her to, to insert that? Thank you. I didn't see her give it to Martin. Martin just said, I'll prepare the car. Did he That's did a really it, good she point. give him the coin? Who has the coin? Does she still have the coin? Or was the coin never actually in her possession? Well, no, we saw Drea hand to her in the last episode. Could have been like 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 an award where it's like, okay, and then they go cut, and then you're like, we need the coin back so we don't lose it. And I'm like, but it's my coin. I, I don't know. Drea said that she would keep it in her bag or in her boobs. That's true. That's true. That's my that's my bad. Again, I didn't learn from it. I just I just thought like, where's the redemption system? You you are right though. Like there was no like bank or anything where she, she like gave the coin to Martin or Steven or like put it in a slot like to use her hour. That just like such a thing mindset like if you watch Survivor and mm-hmm. they're like I'm going to use my immunity idol and then you have to give it to Jeff Probst and he goes, "Thank you very much." I was just assuming she had to hand the coin to Martin and we would have had a tight shot of the coin going going into his perfectly pressed white glove. Uh-huh. The transfer, you'd think. Yes, and there would have been some sort of like like glow on the coin as it went on his hand. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but Steven and Jenny are back at the place. <laughs> Somehow everyone else gets back and it's the next morning. Yeah. We are welcomed by an intercom bell. Intercom and bell combo, everybody. Yes, very important. From Martin, and he says this. Attention, ladies. It's time to get dressed. Tonight, there will be an elimination. Are you fucking kidding me, Martin? Brianne, telling it like it is, she's like, fuck this shit, Martin. I just sat down with my pizza. I don't know if you noticed they were having a pizza party. I, again, don't know why I care about these details, but I do. (laughs) They're trying to enjoy their pizza party, and Martin hits them with an elimination, and Brianne's like, fuck this. Daddy Martin, you don't do this to me. <laughs> Daddy Martin! Daddy Martin! I thought it was just so funny that she was like, God damn it, Martin. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy my pizza. <laughs> Come on. We very quickly get into elimination. Um, I think the guys deliberated with the oil painting photos. Do we ever find out if those were oil paintings or photos? I, I hope so. If they're oil paintings, I will be thoroughly impressed. Oh, um, they look like it though, but I think that it's just like, like the uh, effect they put on a photo. We'll we'll find out. We go to the elimination once again. The men say absolutely nothing during the elimination, and Martin does all of it. It's remarkable. It's remarkable how this goes down. And again, you might think you're probably asking if you don't watch the show, is this another week that they did something different? And I think for people observing. Who, who aren't seeing much into this. They just go, oh, no, it's outside, and they just read names again. False. This was another week of changing it up. And how did they change it up? Great question. Let me answer that for you. Please do. They go through everyone, and then there are two girls left. And then you would think, okay, just like every other thing ever, whoever's names get called first, ah, uh, they're safe. They get to go back in the house. And then it's the last person there. Oh, I'm sorry. Hug the guys. Go tell the girls you're leaving. Blah, blah, blah. It's not what they did. That's not what happened at all, guys. That's not what they did. As a matter of fact, Jenny, who was the girl going home, 
was the first name out of the last two sitting there. You go, mm-hmm. Jenny, your time at the manor has ended. And yep. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's surprising. Yeah. And she walks in and Kurt tries to follow her because she is very upset by this news. Not Kurt, Steven. Sorry about that. Steven tries to follow her and she is like, no. No, get away. <laughs> he does not get to her at any point. She goes upstairs, tells the girls. Really quickly, Steven, she had her heels in her hand. When did that happen? She took them off walking in, I think. She was just, fuck this. Impressive. Impressive. A mid-walk heel takeoff? Ooh, it's, a, it's a big move. Impressive. We need to ask her about that. Yeah, I, I do need to know about that. Let's write that down. Write that down. We're, let's write that down so we don't forget that. <laughs> but she goes upstairs, tells the girls, I'm, I'm the one leaving. They're like, oh, no, that's... Oh man, that's that's the worst. That's awful. She goes and starts packing her stuff. Steven's just at the bottom of the stairs still, like she's gonna come down or something yeah, like that. Uh-huh. He does not find her and then just goes back outside and is like, let's continue with this. And I'm like, what's gonna happen to poor Brienne at this point? Is she going home too? Yeah. Meanwhile, Brienne is sitting there the entire time patiently. Steven <laughs> has left to chase Jenny. We have no idea how long that took. I'm gonna safe bet like about ten minutes. Yeah. This poor girl's sitting there, not sure if she's staying or going. Outside with Daddy Martin and Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> and they get back, and then, then like, I don't know what this was about. I liked it, but I was also like... They kill me when they do this shit. They kind of did something similar the first episode when they had, like, the bottom four. Yes. To, like, teach them a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what they did here with Brienne, which is really fucked up, because the lesson they were trying to teach her is to, like, be more confident... But they were putting her through a mental health storm the past two days. She wasn't allowed to go on the group date. And then you're having her sit there after you eliminated someone in front of her. And then make her wait for 10 minutes Uh to be like, what's going to happen to me? And you're safe. But like. To tell her to to be more confident. It just it was a really twisted, fucked up way to say. That's what I was trying to get at. I was like, how can we like accurately describe our emotions watching this let alone what her emotions were being there like am i gonna go home no you're good we really like you but just don't be you right now just be more of you be like Uh more okay and she's like i think her reaction was like yeah okay thanks guys i appreciate that Um, yeah she was like okay (laughs) i'll just go upstairs and fuck off or something like that i don't know like what am i supposed to do thank thank you yeah. Uh, thank you. Maybe. But again, let like again, who is still on this show that was in the bottom three, or the bottom four week one? Suzanne. And she's never been never been close to elimination as far as I'm concerned at this point. No. But you know what? She learned her lesson. <laughs> she learned her lesson week one, Mixie. That bottom four. We need to bring back the bottom four. That shit will never get old to me. That was great. A dating show that had a bottom four is so good. It should have had like a little competition to get eliminated. That's what I would like to see. Same. It should have. They should have fought, and then the the two that lost were in the bottom two. That's what should have happened. Monica would still be there if this is the case. <laughs> just, just literally stabbing people. It's been great. Uh, this is what I want to see now. This is what I want to see. I want to see. I know people are like, oh, there's there's been variations. I want to see a reality dating competition show. Where we have Joe Millionaire, but we mix in a little challenge at the same time. Oh, I love it. You can be at the bottom, but guess what? The the gentlemen or the ladies, however it goes, 
are able to put in the people that they want to go home. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to put these two girls in. And they then do a challenge to see who's staying. And it's really on the guys to be like, okay, well, I really don't want Jessica to be here anymore. But she wins week after week. And she's just a, a, a absolute pain in the ass. Maybe <laughs> I need to put in one of the stronger girls that I think I really like. And maybe she'll eliminate her. I like that. That's a deep emotion. Like, that's, that's a lot of thinking and gameplay. That that would be incredible. I think somebody said that they wanted something like this, but they also wanted to throw in like sister wives with it in our in our uh, in a review. Maybe I mean it, it would be incredible. I'm also seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter of people wanting to do another season of Joe Millionaire and having it be two girls. Mm-hmm. I know we discussed it, yeah, and we weren't sure. I don't know. I, I I mean I don't care. Fucking whatever you want to put in front of my whatever you want to put in front of my eyeballs, Fox. And put Joe Millionaire as the title. I will watch it. So, like, literally, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it could be Joe Millionaire for rich or poor too, and you put a whole bunch of dogs on the show, and it's actually a dog grooming show. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it at this point because I'm like, maybe something different's going to happen at some point. It would be Kurt like petting a dog and being like, "You're a sweetheart of a dog." <laughs> Air horn. <laughs> Steven comes in on his helicopter with his like little dog in this the passenger seat of the helicopter. Which one of these groomers is a millionaire? Uh, Jesus Christ. You <laughs> laugh right now, but our, our team at 495 is like writing it down. Hey, intern, write this down. Write it down. We just ask that we get an EP credit for that. That's all we ask. That's all we uh, ask. Obviously. And a screener. Please give us a screener. Ah! We have now come to the part of the show where we're done talking about the show and we're talking about us. Yay! Yay! It's our favorite part. Woo! We got so many hotties this week. God, love it. Guys, I, I, I can't even stress to you how many hotties we got. I'm going to go through them and you, you might want to get comfortable because there's a lot. This is the point in the show where we go through the hotties where Mixie has to leave. She has to do her... Or um, what would you call that? Your your PSA? No, not a PSA. Your disclaimer. Your disclaimer, maybe. Yeah, I guess you would call it a disclaimer. I call it not being canceled. <laughs> and here is t- it is time for the disclaimer slash not being canceled. I apologize if I say your name wrong. It is not a direct attack on you. If anything, it's a direct attack on me and my ability to read and spell. So I love you all. Thank you so much for joining. And... Let's get into it. We're starting off easy with Paige Moore, hey. who capitalized the PH at Steven to make sure that we knew she spelled it right. Paige! Thank you so much. Points for Paige. See, I'm continuing alliteration. Continuing. Conti- continuing. I'm just going to stop. You're doing great. Thanks. I got another hottie that capitalized the PH in Steven to yes. make it clear. Yes. Kelsey Rowden. Thank you so much. She is now Kelsey is the one that uh, DM'd us in the middle of last week's episode, and we counted the amount of y'all she had. Oh, that was Kelsey. That was Kelsey. So the y'all count. She did put y'all in one of her answers. So we are at five y'alls for Kelsey in six sentences. Wow, Kelsey! <laughs> Thanks for the good time, y'all. Y'all, 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 come back now. I shouldn't do that. That's kind of very stereotypical. Yeah. But, but it's not, fine. We don't want to get canceled. Everything's fine. We just said it's not to be canceled. <laughs> God damn it, Steven. Damn it. Next, uh, we have D- 
Dave Sherrod. Now, Dave misspelled mine and your name. Oh, David. I got Moxie and you got Steve with a V. Ew, David. Ew, David. Ew, David. Uh, thank you so much for joining, though. He's probably right now going, it's not David, it's Dave. But yeah. <laughs> when you go Moxie and Steven with a V, you get David, Dave. That's what you get, sir. Moving right along, we welcome yet another hottie, Woo. Megan Woodley. And Megan made sure to say that Steven was spelled with a PH. Thank you so much, Megan. Damn right. Welcome to the hotties. Thank you for the engagement. Another very clear Steven with a PH spell out. We have Kimberly Emery. Kimberly with not a PH, but a PH for me. Hell yeah. Moving right along. Tiffany Rowless. Welcome, welcome. Tiffany Rowless from Palm Harbor, Florida. Shout out, also location of Mom LaFranc, Palm Harbor, Amazing. Florida. I might have given too much away, but I don't care. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you for the engagement. Now, next up, we have a three-namer. Um, and I'm not going to lie to... I'll, I'll tell you who she is, Lizzie. Lizzie, I'm not going to lie to you. I almost didn't accept you into the hotties. And we're, we're, we're going to get into it after I give your full name a whirl. Oh. Lizzie Wasuta Ward mm. said the host of the right reality is Steven and Amicus. Huh? Amicus? Amicus. I'm going to assume I took the high road here. I assumed it was a, uh, what is it when you spell something wrong and they change it? An autocorrect. I'm, I'm looking at my keyboard right now. A-M-I-C-U-S. Amicus. I see. Well, the X is next to the C. The <laughs> I is next to the U. And the A is next. I mean, I mean, Lizzie. I, you were close. That, you, this is just. She wasn't close. What do you mean? She was close. She said Amicus. Well, it was an autocorrect. Look at the keyboard. I feel like it could have been a mix up. It was definitely an autocorrect. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, but it hurt. <laughs> but it hurt. <laughs> Moving right along, we have Allison Colburn. Hey, Allison. Thank you for the engagement. From Alabama, y'all. Hey, Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. Uh, we have Ange Brady. Hi, Ange. Who uh, thinks Steven's name has a V in it. That's okay. Oh, I revoke my high, Ange. <laughs> you gave it a solid effort. God. Last but not least. Now, this particular hottie seems to be leaving and coming back. Oh, no. Almost as if she's playing a game. Almost as if her daughter is playing a game on a reality show called Joe Millionaire. Jill Jorgensen. Mama Jill. Get your ass back in the hotties. Mama Jill. Welcome back. Mama Jill. I see you leaving and coming back, and it's fine. You do whatever you want. I will continue to read your name. I can't wait for all of us to dress up for Christmas together when we're a big family. Oh, it's going to be so cute. A cut. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining the hotties. The link to join the hotties is in the description. As always, we would love to have you come on in there. We were having some great conversations about the ladies, the casting, how we feel about the show. We just have a lot of fun over there. So join. It's a good time. It's not like we're bombarding you. You're not going to get 80 like messages every day. Oh, somebody posted this. Somebody posted that. We yeah. try to keep it light. 
We don't want mm-hmm. it to be like so much that you're like, oh my God, the notifications from this group. I have to leave. No. It's just a chill. just chill spot for you to hang out and also support and tell us how great we are. Just like these reviews did this week. See how I did that? Oh. I'm a fucking professional. They told us how great we are? Steven, I needed this. I'm going to call my mom and tell her. Yeah, put her on speaker. <laughs> She's going to be like, you're cussing. <laughs> <laughs> so we had uh, two reviews this week. One is from Page Not Found. P-A-I-G-E Not Found. Oh, I like that. Fun. Pun City when we're talking about Joe Millionaire. It's a good day. And it, it and it's titled The Best Joe Millionaire podcast uh five stars it says i don't know how i didn't find this show already but i'm glad i'm so glad i found them now oh the hosts are naturals oh thanks aren't we authentic quick-witted and incredibly insightful about the good and bad of reality tv that's why we're here can't wait to hear the rest of the joe millionaire season play out through their highly observant eyes it's actually a six out of five because the number two does not exist to joe yeah (laughs) page gets the show how did this get to this point where everyone is making fun of them for missing number two i love it so good i don't get me wrong it's incredible keep it coming to bury it everywhere guys bury it everywhere i love it and and this next review might be the most interesting review we have ever received, and we've received some very interesting reviews on this show. Uh-huh. And it's not necessarily what was said in the review. Okay, it's the collection of the review. It's and in and in and like the last review was very detailed, lots of information, mm-hmm. took a lot of time, lots of grammar because there was a semicolon in there. Shout out page. Yeah, this. Is from the the account is LOL with a double crying laughing emoji. The regular one looking like head on and then the sideways laughing emoji. I think we need a whole segment of this show with you just describing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll probably get canceled. Um, and I've never seen an emoji in a name before like i've never seen that yeah is that allowed i think this is somebody at apple because they broke the rules yeah they broke it now again reminder the name is lol two laughing emojis the title is number one because we are the number one domain our podcast <laughs> yeah five stars and the review just says love it that's it i mean thank you for the engagement and <laughs> hacking into uh apple's podcast app yeah good um, job. i'm confused but i am grateful i think we did say like a week or two ago like hey even if you just like rev- like write love it um we'll accept it yeah i will accept it definitely did their homework and i like it and actually you know what i love it see what i did there <laughs> See what Number I did one. Number one. Uh, we got it. I almost forgot our woo counter this week. Oh, thank you so much. I didn't think I was going to survive without it. Our woo counter was at six. Oh, wow. We're drastically losing numbers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the okay. lack of women is affecting the woos. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's just science. Uh, yeah, that is. 
That's been tested and proven. Proven. Absolutely. Lots, lots of scientific research about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your own homework. Do your own research. Yeah. Well, guys, that that does it for us. You know, we can only entertain you so much, and we've hit the end. So, <laughs> go find something else. You know, sometimes <laughs> we got to do work stuff now too. You know. Yeah, we're gonna go do our real jobs. <laughs> um, but you know, if you want to make this our real job, it would be great if you left us a review. Yeah. That would help us out a lot. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about Joe Millionaire. I've had two of my friends block me because I've told them so much about this show. Get on my level. Oh, oh, oh. Did you think, did you think that before we let you go, you weren't going to get a workout booster? Oh, you thought you got to the end without a workout booster? We oh, tricked you, motherfucker. We tricked you. Go two minutes. Two minutes while I tell you what you're going to do. <laughs> Here we go. You're going to walk over your significant other after you finish this workout. You're going to walk over there. You're going to take their phone. Maybe they're sleeping. Don't wake up. Just take the phone. Hold it up to their face. Hold it up to their face. Face idea. You know you've done it before. You know you've done it before. You've sneaked. Cut off their finger and use it to, to block, unlock their phone. Yeah, you know what their password is. Come on. You know it. It's the same numbers. Always. Just take it. All right. You have it now? Like, go to the podcast app on iTunes. We've got to be quiet so we can wake up. But you also have to be loud because you're working out. You're going to take it. You're going to go to the podcast. And you're going to type in Joe Millionaire. You're not going to type in the right reality because I just want you to see. I want you to see for reference. When you type in Joe, Joe Millionaire, you know how to spell millionaire. I'm not going to do it in case I get I it wrong. M-I-L-L-O-I-N-A-R-E. Nailed it. Right. Nailed it. I think. Nailed it. And then you're going to see. Oh, what's that? What's at the top? The Right Reality Podcast? Oh my God. Number one? What? It's the first result because we are the number one job podcast in the land. And then you're just gonna look, and then right there, right there, there's a little, little button. There's a little button. And you're just gonna hit subscribe. Oh, look at that. Look at that. And now somebody else has subscribed to the best fucking podcast in the land, the Right Reality Podcast. And then you're also now going to go scroll down, scroll, up, scroll, 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 scroll. You got 15 Stop. seconds left. You got 15 seconds. You're going to scroll. And when you see ratings or reviews, you're going to do five stars and you're going to write a little review. And then as you finish with 10 seconds left, you're going to write out your little review. And then you're going to go number one Joe Millionaire podcast is great with five seconds left. And then you're going to hit submit. Congratulations. You did work out. <laughs> Woo! Listen to the timer. See? Oh, Whoa. Yeah. Good for you. You you pushed real hard there and, and it impressed me. Tell you what, I pushed I pushed hard there too. That was oh. that was a journey for me. I know. But I'm professional and I get things done. Just like this podcast. You know what, Steven, just because they went hard on that workout, yeah. we're gonna do another episode next week. Hey! Hey! We might not have, but now we're gonna. The 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 <laughs> knife has been removed from the throat of the podcast, and we will continue and we will see you next week. Go follow us. Go follow us. Bye! Are you freaking kidding me, Mark? <laughs>